Welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And today we will be talking about a topic that can be a little frustrating for us sometimes, and that is the concept of out of sight, out of mind. But first we wanted to go into the term object permanence, because sometimes when we think of out of sight, out of mind, we think object permanence. And so that term was coined or it, it kind of, um, it was, it kind of came up in the 1960s. And so this is basically a developmental milestone where we know that an object, you know, is in sight, but if it, it's kind of away from us, let's say, or around the corner, then we know it's still there. Like we know it still exists just because we don't see it right. doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And so one thing I like to talk about that kind of something that a lot of us can relate to when you think of babies think of when the mom goes around the corner just goes in the other room maybe and the baby starts freaking out and that is because the baby really does think like my mom is gone she's just gone where is she the baby doesn't understand that the mom just went in the other room or sometimes when you jump and say peekaboo and it legit scares the baby it's because they don't they don't see whatever they don't see. They think it's not there and it doesn't exist. And so that is something with child development. That's something that you develop over time. So we wanted to just briefly go into object permanence before yeah. going into out of sight, out of mind. And so Tish, I don't know if you want to talk about out of sight, out of mind in general, what it is and some of the traits behind it. Yeah, thank you so much for explaining that because it, it really is confusing. It can be confusing um, when you're talking about out of sight, out of mind and the object permanence. And so um, when we're talking about ADHD and out of sight, out of mind, um, people with ADHD, they, they do often experience that. Um, and I'm gonna give a couple examples in just a few minutes, um, but they experience it with objects. They can even experience it with, with people if they're out of sight, out of mind. Um, and it, it's often related to um, difficulties with our working memory. Um, you know, we, we're forgetful and so forth. And so a couple of examples that I can relate to because I do, I am challenged with this myself is um, I can put important documents in a drawer thinking, okay, if I put them in this drawer, I will, I'm not going to forget about it. And I will make sure that I'm going to be able to, you know, fill out the forms or whatever it may be. I put them in the drawer, close it. I don't see them again. Like I don't, I don't see the forms. And so putting them in a safe place can oftentimes lead to, oh no, I'm late on a loan application or, uh oh, I forgot to fill out my paperwork for my doctor's appointment or whatever it may be. And so but I, you know, I, I, yes, I forgot about them, but I know that they're still there. You know what I'm trying to say um, with mm -hmm. that? Um, again, missed appointments, because uh, when you leave the doctor's appointment, you get a little card that has the date and time of your next appointment, put it in your wallet. Okay, well, I missed my appointment because I put it in my wallet, my, my reminder in my wallet, and I didn't, uh, didn't make the appointment. Text messages. If I get a text message, I will either open it and not read it or open it and think that I text the person back 
and I didn't text the person back. And so yeah. I just kind of push it aside. Again, the text message is not showing, you know, unread. And so it's kind of an out of sight, out of mind. And the person never got texted back. Mm -hmm. um, and then medicine. I have learned the hard way not to keep my medicine in a cabinet because if I don't see it, I will forget to take it. And so I'm trying to do a better job with trying to keep it in a more open place where it's safe for other family members and animals that are in the home, uh, but keep it in a place where I'm, it, I can see it and um, it will remind me to take my medication. So those are just a, a couple of examples that I have, um, you know, struggled with. And yeah. so, yeah, that's just a few. So I don't know if you have any examples or what your experience is with that, but. <laughs> you know, I understand. I can totally relate to the whole papers thing. I mean, it's like everybody knows about the pile system or a lot of us with ADHD do not, not everyone, but you know, just having like a drawer or a few drawers, just full of papers, or like you have a stack going in your bedroom or your closet. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my gosh. And when you finally go through it, you think, oh, wow, I, I forgot about this. Right? <laughs> like, why did I save this trash for two years before I finally went through it? And it's, it is very frustrating and I think something to point out that is really important is that, you know, because we have that weekend working memory right. and executive function, right. you know, it, it makes it a lot more difficult to filter out things that don't matter. So this kind of goes into the sensory stuff too, but we're taking in so much and it just overworks our brain in certain parts that are already weakened and struggling to begin with. And so I know for some, it doesn't make sense, you know, the whole out of sight, out of mind, but sometimes like, if we don't, if we don't see it, if we don't see a reminder, mm -hmm. then some of the time, or a lot of the time we won't remember. And it's because it's so hard to filter out all of this input that, and most of it doesn't even matter. Right. That goes along uh, with the internal hyperactivity too. If your brain is always on the go and you have that racing brain, it, and it, you know, it, it, it does make it difficult to really filter out all of the stuff that's coming at us and be able to kind of put it, put the, prioritize things into, okay, this is what I need to remember. This is what I need to do and all of these things. And so uh, I love how you mentioned, um, you know, having different, you know, drawers and things. I love to call those doom piles because- <laughs> Because honestly, I have a, a ton of doom piles and I, it seems to, to, for me, it seems like I'm the only person that really knows what's involved with those doom piles. Um, but yes, it, it's amazing to me that um, a lot of us, I don't like blanket statements, but a lot of us do have those little piles of, okay, this is where I'm going to put this or drawers or things. And then sometimes things can get lost in the shuffle too. So yeah. 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 And I'm trying to do better about, I mean, we can't have everything in our site because then it would just be a mess, but I am trying to do better about leaving it. Like you mentioned about the medication, just leaving something out so I can see it and not forget or putting a reminder in my phone. Like I know I told you about this, um, over the weekend about my car, we decided to take my car down to the Neil's competition for band. And, um, that was a two hour drive there and back. And we decided to take my car because it is 
a little newer and you know Doug he he's just the one that drives because I don't know like I don't want to and he likes it so <laughs> he gets in my car and we're like a little down the road not far and he's like he's like Brittany you are 4,000 miles over in oil change and I'm like no and he's like well here's the sticker right here staring at me in the face maybe we can talk about the insight and <laughs> you know out of my I don't know but um yeah and he noticed it and I'm like oh my gosh I and it's just it's so embarrassing and I he I don't know what he said he said you know I'm just gonna have to keep in mind to you know check myself or remind you sometimes and I said you know what and I got my phone out right away I am going to set an alarm yeah every single day and it eventually it's going to become a habit where I think to to check it and check and check. And eventually it's going to become a habit. So I made sure to set a time where I knew I would be out at that time most days. And so most days at a certain time, I'm getting meal from band. And so I set it at that time. So most days I'm going to like, look, because that alarm is going to go off as soon as I'm getting to the school and eventually it's going to become a habit. So sometimes it's just those little things that I'm trying to do and it takes time. Yeah. I do want to point out, it takes a lot of patience and we're, we don't have a lot of patience. <laughs> right. Uh, you are 100% correct on that. It, it, yes. I, I struggle with the uh, not having patience thing, but you know, as we're talking about this, I am starting to think too, that the out of sight, out of mind could also really correlate with ADHD tax. If you think about it, how yeah. many times have you went to the grocery store and bought stuff for a salad or whatever it may be? You put it in the refrigerator in a drawer you can't see and everything goes bad. Like you, you forgot it was in there. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it can, it's, it can be very frustrating if you're missing appointments and letting food go bad, or, you know, if you get a cancellation fee for whatever, um, for an appointment, it can, yeah, it can get a little frustrating, but some of the things that I have tried to start to do <laughs> with, to help me with the out of set out of mind is I know I've mentioned this before, but it has really saved me some time and just, it's been a lot of help is a launch pad. And what that mm -hmm. means is that really just a place a common place um, by the door where I put all the stuff that I need to take with me when I'm leaving the house. Because if it's put in a drawer or in the closet or somewhere I can't see it, I'm going to forget about it. It's just mm -hmm. going to happen like a backpack or whatever. And so just having one place designated in my house to just grab and go. Um, going back to, you know, letting food um, go to waste is I have started using clear storage bins and not just for, you know, in my refrigerator and kitchen with like cereal and, and other um, food items, but also in my closet. I mean, honestly, I, you know, put scarves or whatever it may be in clear bins just so I know that they're there and we'll be able to see them a little bit better. Um, flagging important emails and text messages. Even if I mark it as red, I try to go back and put it unread. Right. Um, that way I can go back and remember to go back and, and respond back to um, the other person and also using one calendar for reminders. And I think that that could go for car maintenance, just like you said, with your oil change, it could be for doctor's appointments or whatever it may be. 
um, to help me remember, um, okay, yes, I've received a card as I was walking out of the doctor's office with the next appointment. But if I put it in my purse, I'm never going to see it again. That's just me. Right. But if I take the card and as soon as I get it, put it on my calendar on one calendar, like online calendar that I use for everything, then that's going to alert me. Hey, you know, your appointment is coming up like in a day or whatever it, it may be. So those are just a few things that I have started to do that really has helped some. It's not a fix-all. It's not a fix-all, but it has helped um, with the out of sight, out of mind. So I don't know if you've tried anything um, that has helped you with yours, but similar, similar things, actually. Um, so kind of like what I was mentioning with the oil change thing and you're like, all right, I'm getting this in my phone and every day it's going to go off at this time. And eventually it's going to become a habit. And I do want to add to what you were saying about the launch pad and things having their spot and, you know, a calendar. I know some get frustrated when they hear that, but this kind of comes back to the whole patience thing. It's not going to be overnight. No, and so no. I know I talked about this with my keys in previous <laughs> episodes where I decided, okay, I'm going to have one spot for them. And I already know that I'm not going to do it 100% of the time overnight, but eventually over time, I'm going to do it more and more and more. And it's become, it'll just become habit. Right. And eventually it's going to be closer to 100% of the time. And so sometimes these things do take time. And I just, I want to add that because I know it can get frustrating. I know it can. Yeah. I mean, it, it can get very frustrating. And the thing is, is that even whenever you start to get in a habit, sometimes I forget, you know, yeah. I forget to put things back to my launch pad or whatever it may be. And so the thing is, is that you just try, like for me, I need to remember, I need to be a little bit more patient with myself with things like this, because every day is a learning opportunity for me. And so I just feel, you know, just have patience with yourself. And if you do forget it, just learn and, you know, try to remember again, to try to get in that habit of putting things in your launch pad or whatever it may be moving forward, but it's not going to be perfect and it may not work for everyone. You know, everyone is different and they may have their own um, kind of set of tools in their own little toolkit, but these are just yeah. some things that have worked for me um, with out of sight, out of mind. So, and I don't know if we mentioned this too, is that out of sight, out of mind, it is not an ADHD trait and it's not part of the DSM-5 diagnostic criteria. So I just want to make sure um, when we're talking about this, that we mention that. So people, you know, if they're looking to get assessed or they are, you know, trying to explore if they have ADHD, that if they don't see, if they don't, if they don't experience out of sight, out of mind, that does not mean they do or do not have ADHD. This is just something kind of like rejection sensitive dysphoria or imposter syndrome that a lot of us experience, but it may not necessarily be um, part of the diagnostic criteria. So I wanted to throw that in there too. And that is important to know. And I thought I would add something I just thought of that um, our son with ADHD has done recently. And this kind of goes along with, you know, just walking into a room and forgetting why you were in there. But sometimes he will, he will actually kind of say something out loud as he's getting from like one place to another. And I think that's, I mean, that, that kind of goes with the out of sight, out of mind and just suddenly like 
it's out of your mind. And he said, like, when he says it, when he's kind of saying it out loud, then if he has to say something over and over, then he's going to remember when he gets to wherever he needs to get to or just whatever it may be. And so I'm actually kind of starting to try to do that myself. And it oh, can feel sure. kind of weird at first. But yeah. Oh, no. No, there's something magical when you walk through the door. For me, it's like, what happened? Did I go through some sort of like wormhole? Like what did I, what did I walk through to make me forget what I'm doing in this room? And so, yeah, I think it's a good idea just to kind of repeat to yourself why you're going into the room. Um, I think that's important. And one more thing too, as we're talking through this, I keep thinking of other things, but as I, I think I mentioned this earlier, out of sight, out of mind can also go for people too. I mean, you know that they're still, they still exist. You know that they're there. Um, but especially if you have family members that may not live close to you, you know, in a different state, of course, you know that they're still there, but you don't call or text or, you know, reach out to them as much as you would like to, or as much as you, you know, as, as they would want you to. Right. And so that kind of goes along with the out of sight, out of mind. It's not that we don't care about our friends and loved ones. It's not that at all. And it's not that we're trying to be selfish and, you know, we're just, you know, not going to try to reach out to them to show them that we care. It's just sometimes our brains are going so fast and we get sidetracked. I say, we, I'm going to, I'm going to stop with the blanket statements, but for me, I, I get so busy and I get just sidetracked with different things and whatever it may be, I have great intentions on sending a quick text saying, Hey, how's it going? I'm thinking about you. But then I start doing something else and completely forget to send that text message or make that phone call or whatever it may be. So what I've tried to start doing, and I know this might sound a little ridiculous and a little sad, but what I've tried to start doing to help remind me to reach out to loved ones is really schedule something on my calendar that says, text your sister, or, you know, make sure you call whoever it may be, or just to kind of remind me of, you know what, I've been thinking about this, but I have not done this. I'm going to do it right this second. So I don't forget. So anyway, yeah. And yeah. I think it's important to add on, like we always talk about the layers and procrastination is just a whole nother layer because sometimes you may think about it and it's at the wrong time. You know, maybe you're at the store and it's like, oh, I, I meant to call my sister yesterday and I didn't do it. And well, I'll do it tomorrow. Or you're so tired later in the night and you think, well, I'll just do it tomorrow night. And so sometimes there is a procrastination piece behind sure. that. I know how sometimes maybe some people can view it as, you know, you just not caring, but gosh, like you said, like our minds just constantly going and there's all these distractions and then there can be procrastination and we're so exhausted. And right. um, sometimes I love what you're doing, like just kind of scheduling and just setting a reminder, I guess, because sometimes yeah. when we have the time to do something, to just send a quick text or call, when we have the time, we don't even, it's like, we're not even thinking about it. We consider it at the wrong time. No. Always. Always. <laughs> Always. Doing that, just kind of setting that reminder. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely has helped. 
for sure. Because I mean, of course, relationships go both way, regardless if it's a friendship or whatever it may be. Um, and you know, the, another person may, you know, your loved one may text you or whatever, but it's always good to, for, you know, for myself to, to reach out to people. I don't want other people always having to reach out to me to, to communicate. And so trying yeah. to do better with that. It's not that I don't care, but it's just, oh, this brain of mine, you know, <laughs> I know, I know. And I know I always say this, but I am really excited just with more research and more education. And Same. I know that this is just going to take time, but I think with more education and resources and knowledge and just doctors understanding it more, I mean, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully we can kind of do better in some of these areas in the near future. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think the more that people talk about it and share their stories is it, other people won't feel so alone with different situations and things that they're experiencing and they may feel like they're alone. And so I think, you know, just more people talking and sharing their story, sharing their journey um, will help um, people too. So anyway, absolutely. yeah, this has been a great conversation with you, Brittany, as always, I am always thrilled to talk about these important topics with you. So thank you so much uh, for, for, you know, talking about this and sharing your experience with that. Yes. Thank you, Tish. And as always, again, I appreciate you. I always love these discussions we have, and I always feel like I learned something. I walk away learning something. So I love doing these with you and just thank you again for everything. Oh, thank you so much. And until the next episode, until the next episode. 